0: Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess.
1: Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Tess. What are we chatting about this morning? Well,
0: so first, a question for you.
1: Okay. What would you give up in your life? Oh, for, for what, or just in general?
0: Good. Well, that, good follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a perfect follow-up for what I want to talk about. So, like, this idea I would give dot 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 is is such a common refrain. It's become something of a cliche. You know, I'd give anything for another beer or slice of cake, or we say we say uh, we bandy that around. It's so much because we know that it's like highly unlikely that we're going to be asked to give something up. It's true. Or, or probably more likely the case, many of us are privileged enough that we can avoid giving things up, no matter what the cost might be to others.
1: It's true. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. And it is, it's a phrase that does get thrown around a lot now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I'd give my left leg or something, you know, the, we yeah. say silly things like that. Um, so anyway, last week I actually teased uh, a Japanese novel, If Cats Disappeared from the World. <gasps> oh, and, you did. Um, Yeah. And so... Since I've actually been really looking forward to read uh, to reading the, the book, uh, I decided, well, I'm just going to read it for us all. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. So, If Cats Disappeared from the World is a 2016 debut novel from Japanese author and producer uh, Genki Kawamura, and I, I hope I have pronounced his name correctly there. The English translation came out last year, so this is, is super fresh, so I'm going to just recommend people track it down. Now, in If Cats Disappeared from the World, we meet a postman in a small town with a cold. He's been feeling under the weather for a few days, but when he finally goes to the doctor, they diagnose him with a brain tumour. Um, He's got perhaps only a week to live.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah. So this is like everyone's worst Google doctor nightmare, as our trifling symptoms are revealed as something so much more frightening. And so what do you do? Well, our postman, he's uh, he's somewhat calm. He kind of seems to accept the diagnosis, but then is slowly plagued by the irrelevance of his own life. At 30, what has he done with himself? Is there even anyone he wants to call? So, you know, he lives in a small town. He's got this life um, with, the, with his lovely little fluffy cat, Cabbage, um, that he sort of inherited from his mum when his mum uh, died, and he's just not sure if his life's actually amounted to anything.
1: That's the scariest thought ever, mm. I feel.
0: And so when the devil appears, it's a bit of a shock.
1: Oh, okay. Mm.
0: No horned beast. Instead, the postman finds a mirror of himself, only wearing an aloha shirt. So, um, so, of course, the postman dubs him Aloha, and they proceed to chat. The devil has a deal for the postman. To extend his life by a day, the postman must make something disappear from the world.
1: Oh, I feel like I see where this is going.
0: Yeah, so what follows is the postman's personal journey into the things that really make life worth living. At first, he's like, no worries. There's plenty of useless knickknacks that fill our life that we don't need. A more trusting person might view this devil as a kind of, you know, satanic Marie Kondo. <laughs> there, and oh, there, dear. There are definitely parallels uh, between the joy-sparking philosophy of the KonMari method and the Postman's Dilemma, where um, he is really trying to, you know, think about what is meaningful. But Aloha the Devil is not so kind, though. He, he's the devil. Uh, anything the Postman chooses is going to disappear from the whole world. Oh. No more of it anywhere.
1: And just at this point, you might answer this later on, but so does he get to choose one thing to disappear to get one day or does he get more days, as many one days? Thing,
0: one thing per day. One thing per day. If he wants to live for a thousand more days, he's got to pick a thousand things. Okay. And the devil's also not going to let him choose fidget spinners. <laughs> These are going to be fundamental items. Oh,
1: no. Mm.
0: So the first is Phones. Oh, okay. Mm. And when telecommunications disappear, the postman congratulates himself for helping the world. Suddenly, everyone's reading books again, and they just seem more relaxed. That is until the postman's ex-girlfriend is late for their meeting, and he has no way to contact her. Oh,
1: of course.
0: Mm. So each of the postman's choices kind of challenges aspects of the way that he, and, and by consequence, we, live our lives it's never so simple as viewing an item as a force for good or for ill in the world. Our dependence on these objects has left us needy, but it's also facilitated aspects of, of ourselves. What kind of becomes our humanity? And so the phone's example, obviously, the way we communicate with people. I mean, s- simple things like that. So the postman comes to discover much about himself and humankind, spurred on by this sort of loss and his own impending disappearance, until, of course, we come to the question that's posed in the book's title.
1: If cats disappeared from the world.
0: Mm. So I'm not going to spoil a thing about oh. what happens. That's it. That's it. Um, I'm already
1: scared for cabbage, not I, cabbage.
0: Yeah. Well, you've got, yeah, you haven't got, you have even properly met cabbage yet.
1: I'm already attached to cabbage.
0: I, had, I, I definitely had my own opinions going in, because I couldn't bear to have my two kittens, Rocket and Winnie, disappear, let alone the entire population of cats in the world. But the book kind of co- poses this question, why? Why are cats or clocks, or mobile phones, so integral to our lives. And that's, that's it. You, you are, you're going to need to go out and read it. I absolutely loved Genki Kawamura's If Cats Disappeared from the World for its, for its light touch and its everyday philosophy. And if you're not prone to introspection, this might be a good place to get started because um, as, as Kawamura's postman shows us, you can leave it too late to start to think about what's important.
1: Oh, that's a bit of a mind bender for a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, get get out and read this book. It's it's a very slim volume. It's uh, the English translation comes in at about two hundred pages. Oh, okay. it took me like I was wor- I was working that day, but it took so it took me about a day to read. But uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing book. It really is a, a very lightly done story that has some really um, big philosophical questions for us.
1: Oh, I don't know where to go from there. Um, what are we What are we chatting about next week? Do we know?
0: All right. So next week we're gonna we're gonna get started on some Australian literature.
1: Uh, back into it.
0: I've, I always start the year with some of the great stuff I've been reading from around the world. But next week we've got uh, the sophomore release from Alison Evans. Uh, her debut novel Ida was this sort of speculative fiction hit about eighteen months, two years ago, and her new bo- new novel is called Highway Bodies. It's a zombie.
1: Oh my god
0: Adventure, yeah So we're looking at a bit of zombie apocalypse And Alison is just such a fantastic uh, novelist Looking at um, queer issues And she writes a lot of really great queer and gender-fluid characters um, So I'm just And sorry, i there. misgendered they, they write amazing gender-fluid uh, queer characters So it's a fantastic book I'm about halfway through it And I'm really excited to bring it in for you
1: Can't wait Thanks mm. so much, Andrew
0: Pleasure You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal Land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout-out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.